Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to episode 69. Growth is not mandatory, right size your business. So what is it with this growth thing? First we hear reach six figures, then it's get a team, then reach seven figures. And when you reach seven figures, what's next? Is it some time off? No, of course not. Now the goal is eight figures. I'm guilty of this myself. I literally have no memory of my first 10k month because my brain was already on to the next milestone. I do remember my first 20k month because I was on a holiday at the time, but my focus was already on the next thing. The reason we do this is because we are programmed to want more. Whatever we get doesn't seem that appealing once we have it, so we go after the next thing. It's the universal principle behind all life, which is we want to create more life. We're biologically programmed to want more. But is more really the right choice when it comes to having a fulfilling life and business? We don't think our favourite Italian restaurant needs to grow and become a huge chain before we think it's a great business. We don't expect the freelancers we hire to necessarily want to start building teams and turn into an agency before we call them successful. So why is the standard path for our own business always getting bigger? You may have already seen my online business growth ladder. The levels go from dreamer, starter, hustler, pro to CEO. At Dreamer, you want to start a business but haven't yet. You're dreaming about it. Starter is the startup phase. Hustler is when you gain momentum. And Pro is when you've got everything running relatively smoothly. And then CEO is when you have a team or you want to focus mainly on high growth activities. I always tell people it's fine to stop at Pro. You don't have to become a CEO. A pro, you're stable, you've got a viable running business. Anything beyond that or any way that you choose to grow is optional and should only be done when it fits in with your goals. You likely started a business or are thinking about starting a business because you want meaningful work, work that suits your personality and you're likely looking for a change in lifestyle. These are the fundamentals that almost everyone is looking for. We have that universal part of ourselves. And this is how we can reach self-actualization, or in other words, how we can essentially reach the highest levels of happiness. I'm not saying growth is negative. I'm saying what is the right size business for you? Maybe the right size is being a solopreneur. Maybe it's having a small team. Maybe it's having a big team or a big business. Whatever it is, just because society might be pushing you in the direction of go big or go home, it doesn't mean you have to listen. So how do you know the right size for you? It's all about that right combination of purposeful work, work style, 
so the type of work that fits your personality, and maintaining the lifestyle that you're looking for. And here, your work style is the most relevant factor for the size of your business because it affects what's happening during the time you're actually at work. It affects the type of work you're doing. So here are two main ways of finding out what size business is right for you. First, try writing out your ideal working day. So I love this exercise because it's not about what you're going to be doing in your free time, which is what people focus on when they have none or very little of that, but it's about how you want your work to be. In your ideal work day, do you have a team? Are you making decisions on multiple income streams with your COO? Or are you at home getting some client work done in the afternoon by yourself? Sitting with the idea of what it will look like on a day-by-day basis gives you a lot of information about what you want. The second option is to look at your focus type in your entrepreneurial design. And if you don't have your entrepreneurial design profile yet, you can get that at myentrepreneurialdesign.com. Your focus type indicates how much you like to have going on in your life. At one end of the scale are people who like lots of variety. At the other end of the scale are people who prefer laser focus. You can also think of it in terms of how much bandwidth you have for dealing with stuff decisions, projects, staff, customers, etc. I'm not embarrassed to admit that I don't have a huge amount of bandwidth for lots of things happening at once. I like to keep my business as simple as possible, which has meant a lot of pruning over the years. It happened often that I started and then got rid of projects where I felt like I should be doing more, mostly because of the influence of other people. Those projects honestly never worked out that well for me because ultimately they were a better path for a different person, someone with a different focus type. So see what your focus type is and if the results sit well with you, take it into account. Your entrepreneurial design is about how you work best, how you prefer to show up in the world. Using a different metaphor, if you think about this in terms of houses, You might be the tiny house type, or you might be the more luxurious mega mansion type, or you might like a compact city condo, or maybe the comfortable sprawling farmhouses for you. Whatever it is, choosing the right size as well as choosing the right business idea is an option for you. It is not go big or go home. And remember as well that the size of your business at least in terms of how many products or how many staff you have, doesn't have to have a direct correlation to how much money you earn. Often status symbols in business, like fancy offices or staff members, have the potential to reduce your income if you're not keeping a tight handle on things. There are plenty of million-dollar business owners out there who have one or two staff members and very simple business models. Denise Duffield-Thomas and Bushra Azar are two examples. Business size is relative and big business doesn't necessarily mean more of everything you want. What all this comes back to is there are so many ways that you can do business your way, even in areas where in-baked cultural ideas seem to tell you otherwise. 
There are no rights and wrongs in this. It's about designing a business that brings your gifts to the world and sustains you not just financially, but also at a soul level. When you really can embody doing business your way, not what's right for someone else, the world becomes an amazing playground of opportunity and personal growth. I hope that was helpful for you and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks for listening to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at catleblanc.com. Until next time.